speaking of all time, oh, right. What a goal. How good is he? If you're David Mundy, you can do anything. Brayshaw. Oh, he goose-stepped beautifully. And a couple. That's it. Welcome back to the Flag Metal Podcast. You're joined by Rooker and Stuart Sterling in the studios. It is, wow, it's episode 34. Four? Mm. I think so, around there. That's a lot of episodes. It is indeed, mate. And we've got plenty to talk about. Brett's around this weekend. A big thumping of the West Coast Eagles last week. 101 points, in fact. What a what a game for Fremantle, a lot to take from it, and a lot of uh, enthusiasm and momentum to bring into this week's game. But, mate, first off, let's get around to the footy world. Around the footy world. That's right, where we talk just a quick little bit about footy, mate, just a quick little tiny bit about everything footy, about West Coast, mm. maybe over East. What are, what are we talking about, mate? What are we talking about this um, week? We've got plenty to talk about from the West Coast Eagles, our neighbours. Dibs first. You dibs. Yes. Oh, um, did you watch the Collingwood Geelong game? I did. D- I did indeed. It was yes. very decisive. With the, the, the Jeremy kicks. Cameron out of bounds yeah. happened twice, where Jeremy Cameron marked a ball that was probably out of bounds, but they pay those most of the time. The second one was outrageous. Absolutely, was mate. I Brad saw that. close or something in the pocket, had a mark. Jeremy Cameron wrapped around the back, oh, way out of bounds, handballed it to him. That should have been out of bounds. Um, kicked a goal. Kicked seven for the game, Jeremy Cameron, and the Cats still lost, so it didn't really matter in the end. But, you know, uh, umpires pick up your game, especially the boundaries. Um, 100%. Is it the boundaries' job to call those? Real car, as an umpire, whose job is it to call play on and then out of bounds in that kind of situation. Oh, mate. Oh, it is. It, it, it ends up into the field sort of situation as like having umpiring experience, especially, you know, doing umpiring ammos and being there in waffles, especially for boundary, being up to Talent Academy. Those sort of situations with them, the out of bounds with that. Um, normally, the boundary umpire likes to get on a tangent, which is what you can see in the footage he was trying to do. He was trying to get on a tangent, which is a straight line so he can see the best angle of the footy and no matter what that is you know um whether that be other footage that's what they're you know trying to use but the boundary umpires at the end of the day are trying to mainly see themselves that's why the second and you know the first and second boundary umpire help each other out making sure they're on that tangent if they feel that it's gone out or one of them's gone out bang call your whistle be proud say it but um yeah yeah it's 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 a difficult one and i think the boundaries, they kept their hands behind their back. They were, you know, ready to call if they were, but I, you never know at those situations. And apparently IFL released a footage, apparently, of it being in play. Mm. Apparently, this is something that they, they said it's, like, quashed it. But um, this was the mark being taken by Jeremy Cameron, or was yes. this the one where it was uh, kicked? I was thinking the one where he got the handball well, both, and he was both, out of bounds. Both out of bounds sort of yeah. situations, but definitely... Oh, that one definitely goes back to field, mate. Definitely goes mm. back to field. So, okay. field in those situations where, whether it be, you know, playing on from the footy, that's a field on pass sort of situation right there. So, boundary can't do too much. They're meant to call it, especially if they're, as a boundary, you're meant to call those. Let's say you, you know, pass it off to another player and you're still out of bounds. Mm. That should be an automatic whistle from the boundary on pie, but I think it was missed by both field and boundary. So, you could say it's a bit of both. Okay. Um, but... Ideally, Boundary would call that first. If he's on his game, 
but obviously he wasn't yeah. on his game. We're all humans and we make mistakes. So mm-hmm. um, I've missed plenty of them in Waffle. Um, and the field umpires come up straight up to me and is like, mate, whistle. That was the throwing because, you know, he hand passed it off. And I'm like, okay, yep, you field umpire, you do it, you do it. But as a boundary, you're meant to be, you know, studying your ass off to get those type of uh, out of bounds. You get them really rarely. And that was evident on the weekend, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, it was. Um, haven't really seen much like it. Um, this season, you see them every few years pop up. There was the out-of-bounds call uh, ages ago with, I can't remember who it was. It must have been against West Coast. The That was out-of-bounds call. You remember that think, one? BT oh, yeah. went off his absolute rocker. Yeah, and yeah, I remember yeah. one of the boundaries who who uh, forgot to call that. He um he got dropped from Waffles. So I was actually talking to the fiancé of that man um, at the footy game last weekend at the Derby. So, oh, um, yeah? Oh, we're talking about that one, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I used to date, um, or I used to date. Now mm-hmm. still, um, about to be a fiance, fiance, mm. um, about to get married. Um, that that was the husband, soon to be. Uh, the that was the umpire who was known for missing the out of bounds BT mm. call. So at least <laughs> we were having a joke, and I was like, at least he's remembered for something, exactly, you know? <laughs> and whatnot. So mm. it's an iconic part of history in the AFL. Um, wasn't it? But, oh, well, you know, you're not going to always get it. Straight into some other games, mate. It happens, yes, mm. indeed. But the AFL cleaned it up pretty much. Um, mate, Bulldogs and Hawks. Hawks with another upset. Tim English in the goal square. <laughs> what was going through Luke Beveridge's mind right there, mate? Was that Bevo's call or was that just no one else was round and Tim English? It was. I know Bevo likes to throw the magnets around, but how much of this is his like direct fault? Um, and you know, no, it's always not going to be a hundred percent, but at yeah. the end of the day, those sort of calls, that was poor. That was very, however poor, that especially. happened, it shouldn't happen again. They need to rerun the tapes. Look at what was happening. I mean, ultimately they won possession. They held on to possession, um, kicked it down the line to Bailey Dale and they won that contest. So it didn't really matter, but I thought it was just a bit weird. Tim English looked very flustered 100%. taking the kick-ins. Glad Bailey Dale won his contest, but yeah, there there was no big target to kick to because he was kicking the ball. 100%. And just to wrap up around the footy world, we're just getting to like the quick ladder. That game right there with the Western Bulldogs and Hawks really left them vulnerable for getting kicked out of the eight. Now ninth, uh, just behind them, Essendon. Oh, they're just, they're on the same points, a little bit behind on percentage, but it's going to be a really tough one for Western Bulldogs to hold on to that unless they... Um, if they lose any of the last two games, they can easily fall out of that one. So they're going to have to be on their A game. But Giants just behind them. So honestly, I think it's an Essendon GWS. It's really tight. But those ninth and tenth position are the only ones I personally feel that can sneak into that eight. And I think personally, the Western Bulldogs will fall out. They'll they'll fumble the bag, and I think either one of Essendon or GWS will fall in. And it's going to be really tough. But mm. that's around the footy world wrapped up there. Time to get into flag mantle um, versus and also a little bit of Stu's re- speedy recap. So the Fremantle Dockers 134 defeated the West Coast Eagles uh, 33. Uh, 101 point win for the boys. Conceded the first two. I was a little bit worried. I was like, oh, yeah. here, here we go. This is not pants. good. Yeah, I did a little bit. But then the boys, they kicked 17 in a row. And that's a derby record for you. And that I think it's top 10 most goals in a row conceded. Um, our midfield just dominated them. Listen to Adam Simpson after the game. He just 
admitted they Lost got smashed answers. around the ball. Lost for uh, answers. Couldn't do anything about it. Weird little one. Brady Hoff, before the game, had too many puffs of his inhaler. Oh, That's right. why the game was delayed, and he had to be omitted with one minute left. I so it was a Matilda's like delay on air. No. Sort of so thing, what happened was he's got asthma, Brady Hoff, and... Asthma, you get these asthma puffers. Yeah. They have steroids I in them. I used to have that as a kid. Yeah, exactly. So you know. Um, they do have steroids in them, so you're only allowed to take a certain amount on game day. Outside of game day, go for your life, right? You're asthmatic, yeah, right? Mate, do go, whatever. Go for it. But on game day, you're allowed six puffs of it, and they calculated, the medical team calculated, that if he were to play, he would go over the six pump puff limit and then if he got drug tested he would have been banned for a year or two so yeah, even longer good call getting him out the game jack williams had to come down from the box and warm up i think he played as the sub if i'm I think so yeah something so like he that. was switched out so i yeah. think the sub was put in mm. and i think uh then he became the sub because he, had, he didn't have enough time so the mm. sub was obviously switched onto on yep. field and then jack williams upstairs was the substitute came down yep. got warmed up and then pretty much was ready to play because they subbed him in probably yeah. out in the second quarter. But yeah, it's it was it was a big demolition, mm. mate. And there's a lot to take from it. Not just obviously because the West Coast got absolutely pummeled. There's lots to be proud about as a Fremantle Docker supporter, mate. Um, there's a few highlights of this of that game: Jai Miss and Lockie Schultz, and also Sam Sturt all finding their feet. Sam Sturt, I think I'm mate. I'm loving, I'm loving everything about this man right here. Um, he's taken a little bit of time, not the, like, you know, the usual way to get into AFL. He's had a bit of injury, a bit of, you know, he was a cricket boy, so he didn't form. really, he didn't play footy properly till he was 16, 17. It's, cr- it's quite a story, isn't mm. it? But it's been a slow progressive way into AFL. And I think he's finally, you know, found a spot. He knows what his role is. And I think he's going to have a really good start to the next year. If he can continue the last two two weeks with form, good form, and pushes that into the preseason. Sam Sturt, watch out for him next year because he could be a, obviously he's not eligible for any awards or not, mm. whatnot, but he, he could easily be a recruit, um, one of the recruits. Yeah. Because we barely have seen him over the past few years, haven't we? Talking about awards, Jai Amos just notched 38 goals over the weekend, and he should be the number one rising star candidate. Uh, Ashcroft, Done his knee. Machito Owens, Out not as good. Form. Harry Sheasel is the only competition Jai Amos has. And he's had patches of, of rough form himself, Sheasel. And he's a midfielder. Don't he's, get me wrong. Great player. Halfback flanker just collecting free touches. So, you know, selectors are obviously going to go Sheasel. But we know, as Frio fans, Jai Amos is the rising star. There's a, there's a crowd murmuring from over East. There's, if you get over 40 goals in a season which he's going to achieve. We know it. If he can blow it out of the park in the last two games and you know rings the bell for the last little bit, I think he's got that award in the bag. And a lot of people might be upset over East, but I still think everyone would you know clap and be really proud and actually be pretty happy with Jaimus as a rising star. And Fremantle get two rising star winners within like how many years it's been? Four, four years since Caleb Sorong won it. Mm. Um, and then you've got to add Luke Jackson. Who, list. Luke Jackson won it too, and we just got him in. So, you know, the the list is stacked. We've got um, three rising star winners if we if we if Amos win, if Amos you know. secures it. So I think we already have three, don't we? Um, we got Jaeger Amira. Jaeger, yeah, 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 yeah. Jaeger. Sorry, Jaeger, Jaeger. Um, Jaeger, Jaeger. You mate. Um, back to it. Caleb Sarong, one of the most consistent players. Mm. 
um, Leah Montagna said something on oh, what radio was it? SCN, I'm pretty sure. Oh, some was, crappy radio that we don't listen to. Yeah, hundred percent. But he was saying something on radio about how he's been more consistent than Lockie Neal, which is um, which is out there. That's that's hundred percent true. Look at the numbers: forty nine um, games in a row where he's had twenty five touches plus. He's Mr. Is it 49 or 39? 49 now. 49. So he'll make it 50 if he gets above mm. 20 this week, 25, whatever 25, it is. Yeah. yeah, but it's going to be an interesting one. Or is one. it 20? I think it's 20. Ah. Oh, well. Not as impressive, but still really good. Very impressive. I still think 49 matches in a row. But yeah, Caleb Strong, Mr. Consistent, Andrew Brayshaw, amazing as always. And I actually honestly think this man right here goes... Without too much praise, but we all know he's very special here at Fremantle. Jordan Clark, one of the mm. premium halfback runners in the league, in my opinion. I think his 100, 100% disposal efficiency on the weekend, obviously it was a pretty easy lineup to go against. <laughs> yeah. But um, Jordan Clark, he he did everything right with that footy. He sorted the forward line out, his halfback run, um, his defensive acts, his spoils, his late... Late minute fists into the defensive. You 50. like a good late minute fist, don't oh, you? Late minutes, we do. Yeah. We do indeed. We do indeed. Jordan I Clark. know you do. So, <laughs> you turned me off, Jordan Clark. You've got the appreciation. You Shout deserve, out Jordan mate. Clark. Speaking of the um, twenty-two under twenty-two team, we got five players in that. Yeah, Jai Amos, Luke Jackson, Hayden Young, Jordan Clark, and Caleb Sorong. Yes, very. I forgot Caleb Strong because he feels talented. like he's older than that. I swear Jordan Clark was older than, you know, under twenty two. But he's actually twenty one. I thought it'd be. I thought it was is 20... he only twenty one? Yeah, he... I thought it'd be twenty three. He only got drafted three years ago, four years ago. He got drafted four years ago. He's been in the league for three years. He was in the same draft as Sam Sturt, I think. Twenty nineteen, he got drafted. I I think so because either twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. Geelong had a few picks. He played the twenty nineteen season at Geelong, so he got. Picked up in the 2018 draft, which you are correct, it was Sam Sturt, 2018 draft. I'll have a little Google so that we're factually a, correct it's, it's on this podcast. 100%, I remember vividly, because 2018 was the year Sam Sturt, and then 2019 draft, we got Hayden Young and Liam Sarong. 2018 uh, Liam Sarong, draft. Liam Henry and Caleb Sarong. You yep. are correct, well done. 100%, I remember my drafts. Good job. 100%, 100%. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. Mm. Also, quick little side note, the questions sent in in those three hours, mm. amazing. We had like 10 questions. Ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. 10 questions, Heaps. which is amazing in only three hours. That was a quick quick notice for you, from you people. Um, Michael Walters, I'm surprised he didn't get caught out by the AFL committee for um, doing that dangerous tackle. Yeah, the He's sling. free to play. I was, I was, I had the perfect view from it on the wing, and mm. I saw it, and I was like, "Damn, that's three weeks right there." Mm. But um, Michael Walters got away with absolutely nothing. So, congrats. No, he got away with with the tackle. You got away with. Yeah. If he got away with nothing, then... good stuff, Michael Walters. <laughs> Shout out, Sonny. Shout out, Sonny. Not um, playing this week, though, is he? No. Yeah, he's the only uh, dropped player this week so far. Because as we head into the medical room, he has been injured. Uh, a few other players on that list, and the extended squad came out today. Uh, I think it was Tommy Emmett, uh, Tommy Emmett. Bailey Banfield, uh, Nathan Wilson, Trav and Collier. Trav Collier are the four could be ins. Could be ins indeed, yes. mate. It's we'll just actually touch in a little quick because we're talking a little bit about people replacing. We got the, the Thunder Boys mm. had a pretty good win against the Claremont Tigers. They did pretty well. It was 13 13 91 against eight goals, 11 behinds, 59. 
it was a pretty dominant display from the Peel Boys, who sit currently, I think, third on the ladder. Third? Uh, they're up there. They're up there. They're top five, definitely. They're in, they're playing finals, that's for sure. But Will Brody was dominant with twenty nine disposals. Uh, Trey Bennell, who I still think is should be on an AFL list somewhere. He's mm. he's a very talented um, man from the bush. Tom Emmett is also a very Talented man who we picked up last year, some of you may know. Very interesting story. Very Yeah, touching. cancer survivor. Cancer survivor. Yeah. And he's playing some really good footy. He's averaging around about 20 disposals and a goal this season at Peel. Um, he's played 14 games for them. And he's he's been pretty good around his pressure around the ball has been really um, adamant. And people mm-hmm. have been watching it. And he's obviously been named in the extended side. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes an inclusion for the omitted or uh, injured Michael Walters. Have you spoken about Banfield? Banfield, mate. I'm about to touch touches, on to him. Yeah, four 100%. goals. Had a big day for Bailey Banfield. This um, is Peel Best, mate. Yeah, yeah. Peel Best on. Probably uh, a few votes in the Peel Brownlow or the Waffle Brownlow, whatever, <laughs> Sandover medal. That's it. Yeah, Bailey Banfield actually was a winner of the Sandover medal before he was drafted. He was a midfielder for Claremont. So, yeah, he's playing for Peel, but, yeah, he mm. he's probably the, the big tick ready to go but the yeah. one I want to touch on Liam Reedy he's been s- not silently he's been dominating the rock mm. up hill he's been doing arguably a, as good as a job as Meek did last year if not better um in terms of his pressure his goal kicking he's a really for a ruck he's been creating some clutch goals as well as you know creating a few as well as kicking a couple he's kicked in terms of highlight reels Liam Reedy he's been dominating the ruck he's been pretty good I think You'd be dumb not to put him in a side sometime early next year or even perhaps late this year just to give him like a little bit of a... I think it would take one more injury to get Liam Reedy into yeah. the team. Um, if we decide that to rest game. Luke Jackson or whatnot on the last game, yeah, I honestly think go take Liam Reedy over to, you know, wherever Hawks playing MCG. Let him go play. He's, he's a Victorian boy. It'll be good. Get him in front of his home crowd, mm. um, his family in Victoria. And Give him something to look for next yeah, year as well. I think his effort. Yeah. I think his effort at Waffle has is showing that he's giving the attitude. He wants to play in the first, mm. which is what a lot of the Peel Thunder boys, which are, you know, they're trying to do, which is really good. The skin to match committee, who we actually think might play <coughs> this week. That's all right. Match committee to time. Committee did it. I did it again, mate. JL has just sent me a text message. <laughs> oh, mate. He's got the confirmed ins and outs, and I'm totally not lying and making this up right now. Uh, Michael Walters is one out. Why do you get text messages? Because JL loves me. Oh. And Josh Corbett is going to be the other out. So watch watch out for Ronnie and Sonny missing out. And the two coming in are going to be Bailey Banfield and Tom Emmett. We got a debut. We got a debut coming. Yeah. Yeah. Banfield kicked four. Emmett's put in um, a good portion of work throughout the year. I think he he should come in. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, it's a tactical sub debut for Tom Emmett. I think Tom Emmett at this stage of the season. I think he deserves a tactical sub. (laughs) I was going to go the other way. I was going to say he could play. Don't start this right now. I feel like he could play. But then you also look at the other names, Human, like Warner, Rasmus, 
Who are you giving a game to first? Probably a sub to yeah, Emmett. Also, but... quick touch. Kyle Warner, very good last week. Yeah, he was all right, wasn't he? He was I okay. He, I think he played pretty well. It's pretty easy to play when you're playing against traffic cones, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, 100%. Uh, just don't take too much out of last week's game. Obviously, we saw some wonderful highlights, a lot of goals, but you know, be realistic here. West Coast are, are nobodies at this point. It was a 101 <laughs> point win. Uh, they're leaving at three quarter time. Oh, man, <sighs> it was so good watching them flood out. My, my whole area was Eagle supporters, and I was yeah. the only Docker supporter. And then bang, we, had, we had a chat to them after the game, didn't we? Real yeah, we though. did indeed. Thanks to the Athletes Mind. Shout mm. out um, Anthony Belliard mm. and the boys at West Coast Sizzler as well. Um, doing an amazing job. I really love what they're doing after post games um, at Optus Stadium, and I think they're going places. So shout out to we them. We got amongst it, didn't we? Um, we did. They we asked did. us to do interviews. We did the street interviews. Really good fun. Got a, got a, yeah, it's, a bit, a bit it's interesting. I'm a bit rusty, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not great at it. Um, yeah. So, Anthony, if you, ever, again. if you ever I need... <laughs> I was worse. <laughs> don't, don't I will leave. throw this bowl no, of chips no, at no, you. No, no. I will. They'll, they'll kick us out, making the studio. Dirty. Yeah, they'll be your Imagine fault. tomorrow morning they're trying to do a brekkie show and the keys won't work because, like, chippies are crunched up inside them. And then they'll fire you from your job. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, 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 would never, forever, I would never do that. I would never do that to you, real car. No, I, um, I love you. But, yeah, it was, it was very good fun. Uh, we enjoyed it. Invite us back. Please uh, do. We need some more practice. 100% I do indeed. <laughs> locked, so do I. Locked in now. Who do we think, mate, this week? Mm, tips. locked in tips? The tippy did did tip, tip, tip. Um, okay, should we mm. start with the free old game or should we end with the free old game? What's your thoughts? Uh, I think we just stick on the free game because we've, we've like made a podcast. Yeah, but yeah. but you've... Okay, I'll do Rapid the... Rapid fire. Rapid hang fire. Hang on. You start in the free old game and I'll... I'll I'll be back in okay, like a minute. Let's go. So it's going to be a tough one. Port Adelaide, they're currently fighting for a you know home final, so they want to be finishing top two at the moment. They're one of the, one of the best teams of the season, um, and they're going to come over to Optus Stadium looking to um, get a win. And Fremantle, their mm. job is to create an upset. And I think someone, I think Lockie Schultz said during the week in a presser about how this game means a lot to the Fremantle players in terms of momentum for next year so it's going to be an interesting one as uh as we you know kick it off on sunday for retro round mate indeed as well mm. so get your colors get the red right now i'm currently re- wearing um obviously it's a podcast i'm wearing the retro round uh beanie beanie which is really nice it's it's a cheap one from Fremantle markets but it's got all the colors yeah get those retro colors back out there because Fremantle, and everyone knows this in the afl we've got the best retro, best gear. retro gear back into locked in Sorry, mate. Sorry no, to cut sorry, you off. Sorry. Uh, staying on sorry. topic here. Uh, we we love <laughs> retro round, but uh, back to back to the segment. Who do you think is going to win the Fremantle Port Adelaide game? Fremantle versus Port Adelaide game. Who's going to win? What's the margin? Fremantle are going to cause an upset. Mm, I like it. Fremantle by four. Ooh, nice. An I like absolute it. Absolute upset. Port fans will be crying. Best, best on ground. Best on ground. I'm going Caleb Sarong. As per usual, I think he's going to have 30-plus. He's going to kick two goals as well, so best oh, on ground, Caleb Sarong. Big game from him. And opposition player to watch? Opposition player. The ooh, This is this is one, just a quick touch. Hayden Young, I think it has to go to one either one of Butters or Rosie. Those two are on ooh. absolute fire this year. I think okay. Young should go to Rosie in the middle. Yeah. And I think Butters um, will be left to have a pretty good game. Um, he may kick a couple goals. He loves to celebrate, doesn't he, Butters? So he does. He does. Um, 
it's going to be one to watch. Also, Dersma, you could also say as well. So one of those three are being in, they're in a great form at the moment. But yeah, Butters, watch out. Mm. You might kick three or four on us. I think the Dockers are going to be winning this game Ooh. by 11 points. Uh, Ooh, we've lovely. showed some good signs. Port Adelaide are falling off a little bit. Um, and we are at home. You know, we've been at home for three weeks on the trot now, so the boys will be well rested. I also think, oh, our best player of this game, they still don't have a ruck. We keep playing teams with no ruckmen. Scott Lysett is down. I think Luke Jackson is going to have a field day. Uh, the opposition player to watch. He's dominating in coaches' votes too, by the way. He is. He's he's in the top 20 now. Um, but you said Rosie and Butters uh, Young could go to. I think he's probably going to go to Jason Horn Francis. Oh, the sort of yes. the forward mid. Young can just follow him around yeah. wherever he goes. Um, yeah, I, I think Young v. Horn Francis is going to be big. He's had a good game last week, didn't he? Yeah, because we tend to struggle against these really big, strong, explosive midfielders. Uh, Rosie and Butters are more your quicker, pacey, you know, in-and-out midfielders, and I think we can deal with that a little bit better than we can the big, explosive guys. So I think Horn Francis gets a bit of attention from Hayden Wouldn't Young. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the other two, though. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, but, but rapid it fire. Suits, it suits your, your logic suits. Thank you, thank you, thank Sorry. you, thank you. Rapid fire for the other games. You're going to red in the cheeks, buddy. <laughs> I'm always red in the cheeks. <laughs> Collingwood, Richmond, Carlton, GWS, Geelong, Adelaide, Dogs, D's, and of course, Frio. Nice. If those you, are your winners. Those are your stews tips of the week. So, guys, make sure you gamble responsibly. Yeah, I, I would, I would tip against what I normally tip because I'm doing, doing well. so bad. <laughs> So horrendously <laughs> bad. Um, uh, should we do the open market really quick? Open market, mate. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's Bottom left. I think. Oh, yep, there you go. There you go. Oh, I've forgotten where it is. Press it. It's only that one time of year. Just press the fucking button. Press the button. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Typewriter time where we talk a little bit about, oh, this is basically Peter Bell in the trade room. Mm. We're going to create a cool new open market theme as well. I think I'll make a new one this week. Okay. Um, But definitely. Liam Henry. Liam Henry. One to talk about, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, um, Liam Henry went on uh, one of those footy shows, Yo- Yokai Footy. Yokai Footy? Yes. Is that how you say it? Just went on a footy show. He he <laughs> went on he went on the footy show. Everyone knows which show it is. I'm not going to try and pronounce it because I'll probably get it wrong. Um, but Liam Henry, he basically tried to avoid the question of, oh, Liam, where are you? Where are you playing next year? And he was a bit like... Oh, you know, we'll we'll uh, you'll see, you'll you'll tell in a few weeks, you'll know what the decision and his is. Body language. Was he not looked there. nervous. He looked a bit flustered. So I think Liam Henry is going to be leaving at season said. Who knows? Maybe he was just nervous to be on the show and ask about his contract. But I don't know. All all signs lead to Liam Henry is going to be leaving at the end of the year. Which look, it's a shame. We finally found ourselves the quality in Liam Henry. It took us a few years, but we finally uh. got some good use out of him and now he's packing up his bags and leaving. Off to where we talk a little bit now, the open mm. market where the flag man all podcast talks all things about trade. Yes. Um this situation is not unrecoverable. It's not okay? unrecoverable. What, and do you, what do you think is the market value? I've I've found a way. I found a way to turn this situation into a really good one. Okay, and nice. Do market, market value for Liam Henry is probably between pick 18 to about 25, maybe 30. Um, I think you can, you know, pick 20. Let's just, I know the Crows have picked 20, but let's just say value right now is about pick 20. So say we trade Liam Henry out, we get pick 20 in return. 
what do we do now? So we already have pick 21 from North Melbourne, and we've got some later picks as well. Um, and the Goko Suns, they have three academy players They're inside the top 25. Up. Very talented players. Goko Suns are going to be picking up this draft. They're going to need a lot of points to match these bids. A lot. Where you coming to, mate? Yes. Mm. And uh, pick four is going to evaporate uh, because Jed Walter is going to be getting a... Uh, bid before that pick, so they're going to be looking to trade out to accumulate more points. If we have pick 20, pick 21, and a bunch of picks in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, let's call up Gold Coast. Let's rip them off again. again. Let's do it again. Another let's one. get pick four, <laughs> which will push out to pick five with the Jed Walter bid, and let's take the best WA talent on the board, Dan Curtin. He's a Frio fan. He's a, he's a local boy. He's a key defender, midfielder, key forward, does everything. Played for Claremont, the men's team on the weekend, had 20 touches. Um, unfortunately, they went down. But, man, Dan Curtin could be Mate. the result of Liam Henry leaving. And if Peter Bell is able to work his magic, which, you know, I, I hope he's able way, to. He is a Fremantle fan. Mm. Wink, wink. Wink, so he wink. Could the, he could be Watch in the out. chevrons very, very soon. Watch out. 195 centimeters, as you said, mm. though, mate. He's a very tall player. He can, mm. He's very versatile. He, he mm. plays everywhere. Wing, forward, defense. Yeah. He can go anywhere. This player is something I think if, if we had the opportunity to get into that you know window, I think Fremantle would definitely need to have a look at him. Mm. Um, and it's a plus that is from WI as well. So, you know, less chance of him going over. But, yeah, very interesting to see. But who else would be around that sort of... Let's say, scrap that. We don't get the, the Gold Coast you okay. know, pick. Let's go back to phase two of what could happen. Okay, so we currently have... Uh, Let's say we don't want to gamble it. Let's just say we got... you know, Lee We have Henry two pick. early seconds. Two early seconds. That's pretty good. Okay, so uh, are we staying local? Are we staying WA Try boys? To. Maybe, I think, one local and one... Okay, I well, think first I'll pick, give a few options here. First pick, we should go... For a you know best available mm. in terms of whether that be over all over the country and then second pick go safe. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I like that and I think I don't. There's a lot of positions on the ground that we'll need, but probably wing. What's, what's wing one that is... comes to your mind, mate? Uh, explosive <sighs> mid that can kick goals. That's the one that I think Fremantle are missing out on. That explosive. Uh, if you think about it, we've got you know Caleb Sarong, Andrew Brayshaw, okay. those two. Very similar, but they're bowl winners. They're really good clearance specialists. Hayden Young, defensive, clamps okay. down. He's a tag up. We need that explosive mid. Stewie, okay, 100%. Ex explosive mid. Um, he is from. He's a Vic Country boy. So, and he's rated at pick twenty two. Thanks to Cal Toomey. 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 Whatever it is. Tombs. The the, the tombstone. Harry Demacia. 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 He's I, mm. he's a forward mid explosive type, and um, obviously we've heard all the comparisons that Erasmus got to Petrarca. Well, it's very similar for this bloke. Um, he is. Let me get his stats up. He's a one eighty four mid. He's not huge body, but he is the explosive half forward mid type. I think. Uh, mm. Just sorry to chime in. There's Go one I've actually had a few encounters with mm. in person um, is it, around is this the Colton. No, no, this is a very cheeky one. It's from WA, but I'll... Riley. Yes. I think he's around to projected to go around pick 18, but I could actually mm. see him sliding a little bit down. Mm. Not Nothing against his character. He's a midfielder, defender. He's mainly midfielder. That's what he's listed at. 188 centimeters, so he's the perfect midfield, you know, mold. He's had a really, really good, um, pretty much a really, really good, 
under 18s mm-hmm. and he's under 19s, sorry. So he's he's been, you know, he's got a great character. He's is apparently a Saints fan to be honest. Is apparently. he? He's a very he's a big he's a big Saints fan. So He's um, a rebounding halfback mid sort of that could fill a position in the midfield on the wing halfback because if Young's moving into the midfield, he's going really well at defender. Swans though, yeah, hundred mm. percent. So he's one to look out for too, though. Um, I think Riley Hardman would be mm. a really good safe pick from Fremantle if they decided yes. to pick him up. Mitch Edwards has fallen in a lot of these rankings. He's the two oh six centimeter ruck that Huge. is our NGA prospect. Now, do we need him? Do we really need him? We've no. got Jackson, we've I got Darcy, we've got Amos. He could be a one in a generational type of ruckman. He's been liked to likened to Tim English mm. all the time. His athleticism is crazy for his for his age and his height. Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. Like if in two years and we say, Oh, we just missed out on the next best ruckman of the next ten years and we, we I think you're okay up. with I that. I think we're okay because we we're already yeah, yeah, we've got Darcy and Jackson. And let's say okay. I hope this touch wood, Darcy doesn't leave, which he won't. He won't. He wasn't in the open market. That means he's staying. So that's a, that's a confirmed from yes. the flag mantle. Flag mantle certified. Flag mantle <laughs> certified. Darcy is staying until he's fifty-five. Yeah. We'll just like force him into the retirement home, man. We'll be like, "You've done your bloody ruckman job, mate. You're done. <laughs> now you can just rest." And his knees are all banged up, and his you know everything is just like he can barely walk. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, look, um. I don't think we need another ruck, but he is our NGA prospect, so you never know what Frio have. Harry Dematia, as he said before. Yes, yeah, I, I like him. Um, also, there's Cohen Sanchez, who's a, a bit of a feisty little 176 small forward. Um, runs around with a bit of pace, a bit of X factor, uh, crumbing pressure forward. So Tholstrop, Tholstrop, uh, who's WI that? man, W I man, Colton Tholstrop, Colton, yeah, uh, Subiaka, forward mid, yeah, is yeah, one yeah. that could slide into that. So Fremantle mm. are deciding to go. We'll wrap it up pretty quickly. If Fremantle's trying to go for those type of players, we've got a few that Cal Tumi has said around that mark. So mm. we're going to keep you know monos- monitoring that over the yeah. next few weeks until November. Yeah. Um. So it's a long way away to the draft still. So we're just going to keep an eye on that. And we're going to keep on changing our opinions. So stay mm-hmm. updated, stay you know involved in the Fagman podcast because we might be giving a few insights into that. So you guys, yeah, don't we'll have, to have do a few draft searching. experts on too. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, we don't have to do any more searching or whatnot. Mm. But yeah, that's pretty much it from the open market mm. as well as the trade period. We're getting to questions and answers and wrap up the potty. Mate, you sent the bloody questions in, so we're going to bloody answer them. That's how it works here. You're listening to Q&A here on Flag Mantle Podcast. Oh, my. You lovely. All right. We have a bunch of questions today. First question comes in from the Tahani J. Who do you want traded out if you could send someone packing? I'm, I'm guessing this is outside of Liam Henry. I've got my answer. Who's your answer? Say it on three. Three, two, one. Schultz. Taberner. Trade it out? Schultz. No, 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 you want wait. to trade Schultz Say away? Say it one more time. I was thinking of the top question. Sorry. Who do you want traded out if you could send someone packing? Three, two, one. Hamling. Oh, I don't want Hamling gone. He's a really good death player. Just keep him on the list just for as long as possible. Like, mm. if we ever need any key defenders that are getting injured, <coughs> Hamling's good. Hamling comes straight back in, you know? Declan Michael, real car. 
Big Daddy 150 <laughs> game. Uh, I need your comments and thoughts about this. Cheeky, cheeky butter. What's um, happening here? Declan is one of my good mates from umpiring. I'm mm. playing one. I'm playing my 150th this weekend, mate. Nice. It's taking a little bit of time. You're playing your umpiring. Probably only <laughs> umpiring. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So you know, and Declan, I've only probably been down to three and a half trainings. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so barely there. You're a terrible. So terrible terrible, you know that one player at you know who you just can't believe has you know kicked. Mm. Or like you know, made 150, 200 Darcy games. Darcy Tucker, yes, yeah. and like they shouldn't Ethan have Hughes. made it. Yes, and they <laughs> shouldn't have made a hundred yeah. games. And I'm like, how are you still in there for list? Yeah, they basically Darcy. I'm, I'm the Darcy Tucker of umpiring, pretty much. That's not bad. He's you know he's, he's all, all right. right. He's all right. Mitch Harvey, players like Jay Sharp, T. Rusco, and T. Brockman have been rumored targets. Thoughts? Um, mm. I actually honestly think Jeremy pass Jeremy Sharp. Pass. I think if we can get him for very cheap. I'd take yeah, yeah, bring yeah, him back future, to WA. Future second, future third. He'd be worth a future third by now because he's yeah. uncontracted and he hasn't been playing in the side since mm. like last year. Yeah, he's he's definitely. If Henry leaves, we'll he's we'll a fourth round. Up. We could rip him off for a fourth rounder easily. He could just be involved in the in the shuffle up to pick four. He's yeah. a Gold Coast player. Yeah, so. they give us Jeremy Sharp and pick five, as, and we give them all, all of the picks. Yeah, done, well, done deal. Done deal. Uh, Laughing man, ninety two is the Carlton hype justified? Yes, Daniel Gorringe. I actually. <laughs> Honestly, think this one. I think they should deserve a holiday if, if they make, if they if they win the flag, Carlton, mm. Victoria needs to have a public holiday because that that would be the hype would be unreal. Here's Carlton. my thoughts on this, uh, Carlton fans. Listen in if you're watching this on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, Carlton fans. It's <laughs> taking <laughs> his time. Oh well. The Carlton Blues are the perfect football team. They're going to win every game out from here, and if they don't, it's a disappointment and a letdown. There is so much pressure riding on the Blues because they are just—they're wonderful. Get the pressure. They're the—they're the, the best team. On. They're the best team in the competition. They cannot lose from here, real car. No way. They can't. No, Put it's that a, pressure no, on their no, shoulders. No, they no, need no, the pressure. No. Come on, mate. Yeah. So if the Blues lose, uh, stuff you. Mitchell Fry better have the old intro. Oh. Look at that. We did it. We, we met did. Mitchell. 100% Mitchell. We met Mitchell. What a yes. bloke as well. Schultz is the best player in the league. Also, as Mitchell said. Five snags. I think he, 24 touches. I think he's one of the most underrated players at the moment in the league, as well as mm. his past month of Fremantle has been amazing. Mm. I think he's definitely a top three small forward in the league right mm. now. Um, Ryder. Fave Monday moment. Oh. You don't need to say their whole... Okay, sorry, mate. Yeah, it's yeah. all good, it's all good. Fave Monday moment. Ooh. Oh, you wouldn't have seen a lot of Dave Monday. I did. I, I remember watching 2017, the Richmond one. Yep. I was watching that. That was that a was, good one. That was pretty good. I was starting to become a Fremantle fan then, yep. 2016, 2017. So I was there watching that on TV, and that was pretty hectic. I, was, I remember jumping up and down the living room. But yeah, that's probably my favorite Monday moment. Mine would be, he got offered a contract to go to Hawthorne, I think in, it was 12 or 14, and he declined it. It was for a lot more money. Yeah, he said he's a no. Victorian man himself too, so yeah. it was probably Stuck very around. enticing, but you know, yeah, Richmond. That says a lot about Hawthorne, him, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. He's a man of Fremantle. Brian Antonio, Hayden Young is definitely giving me five. 2012-13 vibes in the midfield. Where was it all year? It was on the halfback flank because that was what he was drafted as, what we played him as for years. And that's just a position you can go, oh, Hayden Young's great there. I still think he's there. a great tagger. He's going to be midfield next year, yeah. I think, easily. Um, mm -hmm. Big old Stuart Sterling. Do you just call him big and old? No. Real no, guy. No, I do not. Buddy, that's what? my dad. No, I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing shade How have my dad. parents been like... 
attacked two weeks in a row <laughs> in this podcast. Not. First of all, oh, yeah. first of all, it was Benry, <laughs> Benry having a go for my mum. Now <laughs> it's you bullying my dad. I don't appreciate this. I don't like this at all. They listen to this I podcast. Sound like a dead seal. <laughs> Maybe did, you are a dead seal. How did the Eagles manage to get the jump on us with the first two goals? How do we fix this? I don't know. I it it happens it every seem, week. Yeah, where we just give up the first few goals. Do it. Senior, I think that's a bit of a them problem because if they can kick two goals and then they get seventeen kicked unanswered, that's a bit of a them problem in my opinion. But I see what your, yeah. I see what your little thing is right there. AFL amusement. I don't know what's a bigger waste of space, Roy Lobb or boundary umpires. Thoughts, cuties. Um, Roy Lobb. Uh, we tried to warn you. We tried to warn you about Rory Lobb, but you didn't want to listen. Uh, He's yeah. the best player in the league, hundred percent no. by far. No. Brady underscore Coles. Do you think Harley Reid will want to go to West Coast Eagles? Because I hope he does. Um, I think. I, I mean, I hope he does, and then he leaves in three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason Horn Francis two point I think that'll be really funny. Yeah, that'd be in you know very very cool. Jamali Cole, rookie mate. When are we gonna meet you? When I'm arguing, right. yeah, you haven't met Jamali, have you? Not yet, but we will. When okay. we play basketball, yes, very sneaky. We'll keep that hidden for we'll, now. We'll keep that under wraps for a Cade second. Payne, Lucky Schultz is pronounced Schultz. Schultz, and, and not, Sh- not how it looks. Schultz, 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 Schultz. Appreciate it. Thank you. Say it. Say it again. Schultz, Schultz, Schultz. Is it pronounced Schultz? Yeah, I think I always like said Schultz. Yeah, Schultz, Schultz, Lucky Schultz, Schultz. Oh, Schultz. Schultz. Okay. Schultz. We'll wrap Schultz. it up there. We'll wrap it up there. Do we? Can we keep going? No. Can we just say Schultz for the next 15 minutes? Definitely not. Fair enough. Mate, Um, just a quick one. Basketball mm. team, mate. Yeah, basketball team. I think we're creating a little flag man or basketball team. We might be, you know, doing some things on social media over summer. Mm. Um, shout out the old intro. Retro rounds. We got retro the retro rounds. intro. Sorry the to mention. on right yes. now to mention... His intro is coming back next week. Mm. But yeah, um, we should yeah we should have done a retro round feature where the podcast was good again. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm Let's kidding. Make it good again. I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. See you next week. Good Bye. luck, boys.